You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Science of Superpowers. So glad that you're here with us. And we have such a treat for you today. If you've been feeling a little down, a little like, ah, what's the point in all of this, right? What are we even doing? Are we even going to make it, right? I mean, that's not that's not actually an unusual conversation these days um, from the humanitarian lens. And so we're going to talk all about that today. We're going to harness the power of happiness. And so we can remember just how brilliant it is when we choose to shine that. And we had Brandy of Brandy Michelle here with us today. Hi, Brandy. You want to say hi to everyone? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Fabulous. So, so we're going to have Brandy share from her deep wisdom and lived experiences of how to harness happiness to really shine a different perspective on your life and get back control, right? Like, like it's, it's hard when we feel like everything's kind of insurmountable and piling on top of us. And how do we even like look at it? And sometimes it's just remembering to be happy. And that may be the furthest thing from your mind. So we're going to help you figure out how to get there today. First, we're going to start off with Brandy telling us what are your superpowers, Brandy, and how do you use them for good? Oh, thank you so much. Uh, my two superpowers are that I have really strong intuition and knowing around people and life. And my second superpower is that I am a masterful manifester. I'm really able to kind of co-create life, you know, exactly as I envision it in this really beautiful way. And I use it for good in the work that I do all the time, right? Like I believe that those two superpowers are available to all of us and that like, and they're really connected. The more that we can lean into our intuition and understand it and use it as a guiding light, the more we are going to really align with our desires and that which we're seeking. And we can all um, really like take the reins of co-creating this really beautiful life. And so I partner with people to do that every day. Brilliant. And I, and I love that, that it, in a way it was like that, how do you use them for good was, is kind of this add on because it, and, and I'll explain what I mean by that because uh, each of us choosing to be happy actually does help everybody, right? That is us using our powers for good because each one of us that, is choosing to allow that light to shine through us has an effect on all of us. And so, and then we can choose to do other things with it, but, but that first step is huge, right? It's like, it's like, you may not know how to contribute to some of the big problems that the globe is facing. You may not know how to fix the, the, the social media conundrums or the, the, the biggest thing that, that, that comes into your light or whatever it is that you hear on the news, but you can make a choice about how you're being as you're exposed to that. And, and it makes a difference, right? In our spaces, we we train people in that energetic strengthening to be able to hold things like happiness, even in the face of um, so much uncertainty, right? So much doubt. Um, and so, so Brandy, I know that, that, gosh, these have been trying years all across the board, across borders, across ideologies across genres like it just doesn't matter people feel worked over <laughs> you know ha people are questioning whether or not they're crazy half the time as these realities are shifting and stuff how are you helping people just really get 
get back into a space of like, okay, we got this. Cause, cause it, that is kind of a precursor to be able to go, Oh, I, I can just be happy. Yeah. Sometimes we got to meet that. Like, am I even okay? Am, am yeah. I, I going to make yeah. it through this? How, how are you helping people kind of bridge that gap right now? Yeah. I'm going to, uh, I want to touch on the first part of what you said. I literally end every conversation I have with that very fact. I think that that if you think about how you can change the world, it can feel so incredibly daunting, right? Like, because like you said, there's so many aspects of what does that mean? What does that look like? And you you have your views on kind of like how the world can evolve and someone else has very opposing views, right? However, if we all just harness that our role in this lifetime is to be the very best version of ourselves and to be as happy as humanly possible, then think about 8 billion happy people, right? Because happy people hold space for other people. Happy people are in a place where they can see that someone has a different perspective from them and they can honor that happy people are as good as they can be to others, right? And so I do fundamentally know that the way to change the world is for each one of us to be like keenly focused on ourselves. And when we do that, when we turn that energy inward in this really beautiful way, we do create that domino effect that you talked about where kind of like my light can shine with you and your light can shine with me. And then we can continue, right, to move that that outward. And I think um, the second part of your question about like, how do I partner with people in this way? It really is this idea that, that to be happy, especially during trying times, right, is to actually embrace that you have all of the emotions. I think that we actually sit in this place of unhappiness because we don't realize that it's okay to be sad that it's okay to like be angry when bad things happen, right? And so we are trying to avoid, we don't actually process those emotions, move through our emotions so that we can get to the other side, right? And we also, I think, especially during this time, we sit in this place where we don't recognize that like it's not normal to be consistently unhappy, right? Mm -hmm. And so I use this metaphor or analogy, I don't ask my English teacher, but one of these where I basically share with people, right? <laughs> to think of like dissatisfaction, unhappiness, fear, sadness, whatever you want to call it, to think of those emotions that are a little bit more dense, right? To think of those as the same way you think of pain, right? Like if you called me and said, I, I've been in pain for like a year, I'd be like, hey, you really should go to the doctor. You should see someone, right? But people will have like be in this state of lethargy, this state of mm -hmm. like constant discontent. And because so many people around us are in a similar place, we right. began as a society to accept that as normal. But happiness is actually our birthright, right? Like we were put here to be happy. And the work is to getting back to who you were meant to be, right? So it's not to avoid these other emotions. Mm -hmm. It's actually to embrace them, to move through them so that you can raise your happiness set point, which means that like when you have those lows, they're higher than they were before. And when you have those highs, it feels amazing, right? That's and so right. that's really the work. It's not like this toxic positivity of like, oh, I don't see anything, feel anything, hear anything. It's that like, I'm really sad right now. I'm going to navigate that. I'm going to move through that so that I can get back to this place that I was meant to be in. 
Oh, I love how you're speaking about this because that that whole aspect, right? The whole person aspect of of how we are, how we're being, right? We're not just talking about the feelings, right? As as we talk about, you know, using the SIFA modality and the energetic sensitization, like we communicate mentally, emotionally, physically, vibrationally. All of those have different frequencies, different dimensionalities. We're kind of different in our beingness when we're um, when we're identifying in those spaces. And what you're speaking to is so brilliant in in the holding and the harmonizing of all of it, right? And we have these despaired emotions, like I feel this, and I also feel this, like like how how can this be, right? And we don't like it. And a lot of times, as, as we're developing in our states of awareness. We're, we're usually blipping in and out, right? I call it the elevator. Like we go get in the elevator, we get off on a floor and, and we kind of forget that there's other floors when we're on that floor. And, and as we start to become more and more aware, we remember, wait, hold on. Like I was just feeling a very different way, but now I'm feeling this way. Like, and it kind of trips people up because it's like, well, who am I then? And wait, how do I really feel? And it's like, you feel all of them. Like you feel, you feel all, all the them. feels all the time. And, and as you open up your sensitization, to different levels of awareness, then you realize not only are you feeling your feels, you're feeling everybody else's feels too. And it's like, wow. And, and it can feel really overwhelming. And so, so in our superpower conversation, right, as we, as we illuminate the fact that things are going on that we can't see and we, that, and that we don't totally understand, right. For most of us, that the energetic connections and the energetic kind of um, influences are having an impact and and it and it impedes our ability to move through our own processes and our own emotions and and to really get clear about who we are when we have that kind of influence. So I love what you're speaking to. It's like you can't just um do deal with this stuff on the surface. Right? These things are coming forward for us to see where either in our past or collective past or or where things have happened or programs that we've picked up that really don't serve us moving forward and to ignore those. Um, here's what we love to remind people of, like, that's getting broadcast, like, like, whether or not you're willing to face it, like, we all know, yeah. like, we're yes. seeing it, we're hearing it. And, and, and the world best. not just know, but is responding to you that's accordingly, right? Like the knowing exactly would be right. like, okay, you know, I'm upset, but like, if I know that you have disdain for me, I actually show up, you actually vice versa. If right, then that's right. I show up differently. Right. Because sure. my body says, well, I'm not sure, but this doesn't feel right. And, and we I'm all have our programs and we have that. Right. And it's trippy. And so it's like this whole like treat others how you want to be treated. Like it's much more than just a good idea. It's like that's literally how we program each other. It is. We program each other by by how we how we are, how our beingness, and then that response, the the response is how the other person is conditioned. But what we can we can't manage other people's conditioning, but we we can manage is the frequency and dimensionality and wholeness level at which we're approaching people. And that takes a little bit of like, wait, what? You know, like like this is in my power. And and there's a there's a really clear transition that we see from you know people holding this idea of like this is who I am because these things have happened. Um, or this is how I am because these things have happened to, to where, you know, during this maturation process, you get to a place where you're saying, well, I'm going to choose to be this way. So these things can happen because you start to realize, wait, the world is actually responding to me. Like I thought that I was the one kind of responding to the world the whole time, but come to find out our creative experiences and our experiences in general are dictated by how we express 
And so I love that you mentioned, like, it can't just be to paste a smile on your face. Right? We've seen that. It doesn't work. That, that's what we're dealing with now are all the faults and the foundations yes. of things we wanted to pretend weren't happening. And it's like, right. dude, they're happening. They they're happen. Happening. They're distasteful. They're not fun. Like, none of it's pleasant to go back and look at that. But it is our pathway to freedom, right? That is the life review process. And if we're willing oh, to sit that. in that, right? Mm-hmm. Like we tell people, roll around in it, right? Rub it all over yourself. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel great in the moment, but our fear of it is a gazillion times worse. So gazillion. So you get people there, right? And they're like, then the next question is, okay, how do they hold it, right? So they're like, I got this. I know who I am. I'm whole. I'm happy. I'm Brandy. I'm I'm on it. But then something happens, right? Or somebody says something, or social media occurs, or whatever it might be. And it's hard to hold that attuning, right? It's it's difficult to hold a higher frequency when when, as you said, like everything around us isn't really reflecting that. How do you how do you assist people in that? Well, I think, right, like it is about looking first and foremost to go back to the earlier part of your conversation as this being your power, right? Like it is, I am so powerful that when I take radical responsibility for my life, I can create whatever experiences I want, right? That's why you and I will hang up from this call. And while we have many similarities and we seem to like be aligned on many things, when we recap how the call went, while it may both be like, great, we're going to identify different things because our apertures are different, right? And so we get to choose our apertures, how we view life, how we take it in. And so I think it's first and foremost of like, really saying, I've created every experience I've ever had. While I was conditioned, while there were these things, like I'm now taking responsibility to shift away from those. And then the second step is having this beautiful awareness, right? So so you take this responsibility and then you're really aware of what your thoughts are. You're aware of when you're creating situations like, oh, that situation was out of my preferred alignment, what did I do? What in me created that situation? And how do I shift from there? And then to be constantly curious, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like we're not, you know, sometimes you'll, I'll like have a client and they're like, well, it's normal that I would believe that because, you know, the world believes it. I'm like, but what if we thought differently? So when you have this, like, curiosity, when you have like really beautiful self-awareness and you take this radical responsibility, then you're going to inevitably align with what you're seeking. Right. And so I just really coach people on those things up front, right? Like, like table stakes is to have kind of these three competencies, like really dialed in. And I think as you get there, right. And tell them what you said, like you will have these early bumps in the road, but as you progress, you'll be more and more like in this space of feeling like you're not being rocked all the time. Right. And so, and this is why I really encourage people, you know, I I've simplified it to say we raise our happiness set point, but it's really raising your level of consciousness. When, When you, as you raise your level of consciousness, you inevitably are going to be impacted less and less by these denser frequencies, these kind of dense big emotions, these lower frequencies, those things can't impact you the same because they're not even part 
of your experience, not even part of your awareness. So as I walk through the streets, as I see things, I see the world differently than other people. And we all do. But the goal is to see it kind of like from this really beautiful place. And and just to know that the ability to do that is in you and it's in Mm. all of us. And we've chosen different paths, mostly because I think people don't share this information enough, which is why I'm so glad you're sharing it. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you're here to share it with me. (laughs) Folks, I know you're loving what Brandy's talking about. Make sure you check out her stuff at B-R-A-N-D-I-M-E-C-H-E-L-E.com, BrandyMichelle.com. Go check out her work. See all the beautiful solutions she's already put forward and packaged there. Um, As you can tell, the the, the woman knows her stuff, folks. So, and, and, and you said really something really powerful, Brandy, about raising your consciousness, right? And, and um, as I was sitting with this, I, 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 I want to make sure that we're hearing everything else that Brandy's saying in that too, is that it's, it's almost like, um, you know, I might even add in a little word there, not a, not a really little word, but kind of raising the threshold of consciousness because I, so many people love this idea. Like you spoke to like, Oh, I, I don't want to feel it. I'm just going to go explore the cosmos and, and that there, I don't have to feel anything. And that's fabulous. And it's wonderful to, to, to vacay out in the cosmos. But, but if you really want to be able to, to harness that information and, and to own it and to use it and to allow it to move and develop yourself, then you, you really have to work on raising the threshold of your consciousness, which is that integrative work. It's, it's going as deep as you want to go up and out. Like you, you have to go as deep and, and we're as deep as we are, as we are vast, right. And, and, and the knowingness of ourselves in the depths of ourselves, when you get to the place where, you know, you do not end underneath of you like ever, right. That gives you infinite potential to explore and to expand your consciousness in a really healthy sort of 360 holistic way, because and that gives you the ability to raise that threshold of confidence to get to what we like to talk about here, where you're like free flowing through the field, right? And your little intention craft, because you've got everything surrounded in wholeness, right? And you know yourself to be expansive in this sphere of, of power and influence. Uh, yeah, like, like, ding, like, like game yes. over, right? Because now those are the advanced courses that open up to you because you get to see things that are already here, already happening. You get to experience them. And it's really like living in multiple realities simultaneously and you can hold it. And that's where you get to be so amazingly powerful in situations to remind others, hey, it's okay. And let me share this with you, right? And that's so tough because we have these stories inside of us like my avatar did not choose to be raped my avatar did not choose to be oppressed because of racism my avatar did not choose to deal with this really unfair situation that happened because of x y and z right we know this inside of us i did not consciously choose to have those things happen to me right and yet we're saying all of our experiences come from us right and that's that's a dichotomy the that duality we all yeah. Right. We all get to sort of sit in. And so, yeah. so how do you work with people in that space? The reality of what the avatar is experiencing yeah. as it steps forward, combined with the knowingness 
of ourselves as as sort of the ones that sort of set it all up, right? That, that's yeah. sort of meandering things as a collective energetic field. And it starts to get kind of wonky. It does so get a little walk wonky. Well, I mean, I, you know, I used to be like really like apprehensive about sharing with people, but I do fundamentally believe that our souls chose our journey, right? And so my soul wants to be here to experience racism, to experience like, you know, challenges with sexism so that I can be able to demonstrate that we can overcome these things and that there is the next step. And so while I didn't like in my conscious life as, as a little girl growing up in Detroit, say like, Oh, I want to have like all these experiences so that I I definitely didn't do that. Like like, you know, my high, the highest version of me asked me to walk this journey and it is an honor to walk this journey and to have these conversations and, mm. and to also like be in this space of saying that, like, regardless, regardless of what you have navigated in this lifetime, you can overcome it and you can be any version of yourself. And I mean that in my soul because I have walked that and it you can't teach that without walking that path. Right. And there have been days where, where like, I'll have someone who holds space for me, like, well, your ancestors. And I'm like, tell them I don't want to do all this. Heavy yeah. Lipstick. Stop. <laughs> I didn't see the fine print. No. <laughs> <laughs> like she, they're rooting you on. And so it, it's again, that both and right. Like, it's like, it's an honor. And also like some days the lifting feels a little bit exhausting and I, and it's okay to be in that space. And so really like when you realize how much choice we have, right. And how much power we have. And just coming back to that for people that it does feel tough, but you chose this journey because there was a lesson or a mission or a gift that you wanted to either get or share with the world. And there's both and along that path. Beautiful. And, and it, folks, it is challenging. And some of these conversations really, truly, like you can only take to your highest self or God or your ancestors, whatever it is. Like I've had, I've had knockdown drag out fights with just about all of them, right? Like, like God's heard it from me. Like Jesus and I've had it out, like spirit and I've done the, whatever I did, the whole field itself. When the women's voices started to come in, it was like, yeah, no, then send resources. Like, like great that you're loving what we're doing, but no, like then, <laughs> then send more people. And that's kind of the trip, right? As soon as I realized that this is an interaction, right? It, it's like, it's easy to feel victimized to a lot of things. Um, but there's so much power when we switch that, right? I call it the prey lens, right? If you, if you've been in any kind of subordinate group or marginalized group, or you've had any, any, any of the isms, right? There is something really magical when you can start turning that lens around and realizing like the fact that you've had to understand yourself understand the world, understand others, learn how to translate yourself in many different ways because nothing was created where you fit easily into it. There's real power. And those individuals in particular right now are incredibly valuable because the world we're moving into is very surreal, very abstract, very fluid. It's not going to stop changing. And those who defined themselves by the constructs in which they created that reflect themselves 
are really struggling right now. And while not everyone deserves our assistance, perhaps, <laughs> the more we can assist, the more we can can enjoin and help to kind of explain how all of this works, the better chance we all have. And it sounds like the last thing any of us want to do, we kind of just want to take the moment and go, yeah, see, but but as privileged systems do what privileged systems do and, and, and unravel and realize that actually those in the underprivileged position were holding the power all along, it, it, it forces us to get really, really clear about how creative principles work. Um, for those of us who like to create things that last, we won't create any other way. We will absolutely not even touch things that are self-destructive because we understand that to harm another is self-destructive, right? We understand that we can't do anything outside of creative principles and not suffer from it every time. Like we always, it always comes back around. And as you start to play with this, it's like, wait, this isn't that difficult, but you can see the value in all of the sandpapering and, and, and forging that gets us here. Looking forward, right? So many of us are dreaming into this this humanitarian vision of like, look, we do not agree. We're not ever going to agree on everything, but we do share spaces, right? Our realities are very different, but we do share spaces. And there are ways, I mean, every kindergarten class knows how to share spaces when people don't agree. And, and we can do that. And we can allow for all voices and all communication. And it seems impossible, but so many of us see it, right? It's like, wait, but it's right here. Where do you see yourself in that sort of, in the revolution? I'm going to call it the revolution right now, right? Um, The love revolution, the whatever we're in the middle of here, um, this real creative sort of switch that we're seeing, where do you see yourself in that? And and is is it as big of a deal as we're all making out? Right. Like, like to me, it's like I don't I don't really see a bigger conversation than how are we going to talk, communicate and resolve these things moving forward. That That's my bias. Where are you sitting in all of that? I think where I see myself is. Um, what I try to do, honestly, is like these really complex concepts, right, like that rule the universe, right? I try to really simplify them for people, right? And so as we think about kind of like this evolution and the change that must come, right? Like we have gotten to this point where like change has to be in the near term. And I hope that it is in my lifetime or my son's lifetime, right? And really to simplify it and distill it down to this idea that and I say this to Charlie, my, my son is six. And I say to him every day, he'll say like, not every day, but I'll say this when this happens to him, you know, someone is mean to him at the park or mean mm-hmm. to him. And, and, I, and I said, well, you know, they must be having a really bad day. And when people are having a bad day, it doesn't help to tell them mm-hmm. that they're being mean. It doesn't help to tell them that they're not holding space for a group of people, right? Like if we expand this, the only thing that can help is to send love, right? And so when we get to this place of of like, and I see this all the time with clients, like someone will do something to someone and their reaction is equally as dense 
<laughs> However, they feel justified. Right. And, and so I'm always like, hey, can you step back and see how it's two sides of the same coin, mm-hmm. right? Like, even though you're reacting. And so how do we get to this genuine place? And I sometimes like people get upset with me. I believe the way you believe. I believe that we all will pay for our actions in this lifetime. And so I don't think that I have to be the one who shouts and gets angry and like stands up, right? So I think justice is always served, right? And we may not see it. We may not know it. It may not be that that person goes to jail, It, but their soul will pay for their action. <laughs> and, and that is like a hundred percent. That is a court that never gets it wrong. Right? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so, and so in this space, right? Like I try to help people understand that only hurt people hurt people, right? Like it's so simple, but no one can dislike me because of my race or gender if something hasn't happened to them, because that has nothing to do with who I am as a person. And no matter what we look like, we are like so much more similar than we are different. No matter what, no matter where we're from, how we were raised, we are so incredibly similar. And when we come from that space of, I believe that you should have to pay for whatever you've done in this lifetime, and I am also sending you love. And I believe that in that process, we can evolve much more quickly. I think in this kind of like you versus me, him versus her, her versus her, him versus him kind of society, we keep getting what we get, right? Like we are a collective energy. So any energy I put out into the universe, even if I'm upset and believe it's justified, (laughs) it's just anger into the system. And so I tell people all the time, what we see in our world is our collective energy. It's not the energy of the others. It's your energy plus their energy. And it doesn't, and the energy doesn't matter. It doesn't come back and say, was it, was your anger justified and their anger was not justified, right? And so we have to get to this beautiful space of saying, you will you know, have to atone for what you've done. And also I'm sending you love so that you can see that you may not have made a great decision if you took someone's life or did something right. And so I think it's like both and, and Mm. I've had like times where like these really big things have happened in our country. And I'll say that to friends and they'll be like, oh, people aren't going to want to hear you say that. I'm like, well, it's true. That's right. Well, and that's why I think so many of us need to be saying it. That's, that's really the, the, the whole point of the network was when we, when my husband and I came out of the counter Intel realm and, and had our counter Intel firm, what we got to see was all of the bad things that were happening in business because people weren't communicating well, or they weren't treating each other well, or they weren't, holding them. They weren't treating themselves well, right? Maybe they weren't asking the right questions because they were abdicating their power in some capacity. So we got to study all of these different models and all of the problems that were happening. And ultimately, it all came down to the same problems we saw in the counter intel arena, which was communication, right? The very heart of, of all of it is how are we being as we communicate? What do we understand about the levels of our communication? And are we even aware that we're communicating this stuff that's coming back to bite us in the ass. Like it's, it's like, it comes around. And so if we don't understand these dynamics, right, the way I explain is imagine the field, right. It runs through us. It's around us. 
there's these waves of energy that go through and, and just picture like, like when that wave comes through you, like, what are you putting on it? Because it's going to your kids next. Right. And and so as that wave comes through you, do you want to add to the angst that they get bombarded with? Or do you want to do what you can to sort of shine a light and say, Hey, this looks scary, but, but let me show you a different perspective, right? Let's see if we can't kind of break this down and see where we can, we can, we, we have more power here, or we can look at it creatively or whatever the case may be, or just shining light. Like you said, I remember, you know, during the pandemic, when there were so many just egregious social things happening and our, our poor daughter, who's heart and soul is all about social justice is like, well, my gosh. And I kept reminding her like, look, in, in, a, in a weird way, these are actually good signs. I've been in these conversations for 30 years and we're seeing readiness that we've never seen before. Yeah. We're seeing movements we've never seen before. We're seeing people get scared who've never been scared before. And that's yeah. a good sign. We're yeah. seeing some things that tell us that this is happening and it's different, right? And so, so as hard as it is to see, you know, the, the backlashes and stuff, there, there really is a ton of progress being made here. And so, and so, so it's important to keep that in mind, folks, like, like everything we are, everything about us that we energetically express into the world, we experience on some level. And, and there is no way to do something to somebody and not have it affect you. It's impossible when you understand energetic dynamics and responsiveness. And so, Hey, you know, let's think about some some last notes here as we're okay. as we're winding up, as we're talking about harnessing the power of happiness. And we've touched on so many different levels of this, folks. Um, but we're not pretending it's a simple like take this pill, right? And then and then and then you're good because it's sort of like um, you know, if you've ever ever tried to quit a behavior, like you kind of have to quit it in all situations. And so it's easy to be happy when you're doing a podcast episode about the power of happiness. Like, woo, woo, yay, we're all this all the time. It, it's how do you hold that in the times when you're devastated or in the times when those fear programs or survival programs come forward and say, wait, I've got to divide. I've got to separate. This is scary. Um, how do you hold yourself in our spaces? We work with it energetically. Um, Brandy, how do you work with people? It's like, okay, so you've got this, you're working it, and then you get this like little blip yeah. and, and it's easy to go like, oh my gosh, I'm not where I thought I was, or I didn't accomplish what I thought, or I'm not as evolved, or I'm not, my consciousness isn't as raised. Those little blips as you yeah. really get progressing with this stuff, let's give folks who are that phase um, just a little nugget of, of, of hope of, of what that's doing and, and how they can kind of supersede that. Yeah, I love that because I think of that blip the same way that you just talked about kind of these reckonings in the United States, right? Like, I think we want those blips to show up because otherwise there is like something bubbling underneath, right? And so I believe that any friction that comes to your life is there to give you a lesson. And so when you learn the lesson, then the friction stops, right? And so we didn't talk about like my four-step process, but it is really about beliefs, frequency alignment, you know, um, self-awareness, and then emotional resilience. And so you want to get those blips if they're still out there, right? Because that means that you are going deeper and to your point, realizing the vastness of yourself. And so for me, like a really quick thing is like, if this blip comes up to really sit still and you can, you know, I've gotten to the place where I can just commune, but if you are still kind of like working on your connection with the highest version of yourself, just start journaling. Just ask yourself very clearly, set a beautiful intention. Like, 
what does this mean? What did this, why, what is this feeling trying to tell me? What is it trying to show me? I'm asking for clarity and be sincere in your request and then just start writing and don't like write like a novel, just write, just free write, like, you know, just like download everything coming out. Mm -hmm. Like if it says to write what, and then it says to write, you know, blue, just write what blue, that is probably not the start of a sentence, but just keep going because you get these really beautiful revelations about yourself. Mm, I you love have all that. the answers. I think that's like what I'd love to like leave people with is this knowing mm-hmm. that you have all the answers. Not that's right. Me, not you. They have the answers for themselves. And so when you set that intention to find the answer, you'll find it. Mm, I love that. And, and 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 if you want a quick energetic, if you don't have time to like step out and journal, um, which you need to do, you know, after this, if, if they you know, if you're in a moment and you need a quick little fix take the time to do what Brandy's talking about because, because there's real wealth in there, right? Like, like if you've got to get yourself out of a situation and then go and journal, take the time to do that because it's, it's really helpful to, to talk with yourself in that way. And sometimes we'll write things down that we wouldn't say to somebody else, right? Or we wouldn't even necessarily admit to ourselves to, to Brandy's point, it just, just let it come out. If you're in a moment and you're starting to get triggered, what we taught counterintel agents was focus on feeling the inside of your feet. Right. They, they didn't, there weren't really a lot of grounding and woo woo techniques that, that were going to be accepted there. But, but for others, if you were used to rooting, why, right? Imagine those roots coming out of the bottom of your feet. And if, and if you're dealing with a bigger issue, root deeper, right? Root into the earth. If you're yeah. dealing with interpersonal matters, if you're, we tell people to root beyond the problem they're dealing with, right? If you're dealing with humanitarian world issues, then root beyond the world. Know yourself beyond that. Get yourself strong and solid in your standing. So that you can remember how to access your own knowingness. It's super powerful playing with this stuff, folks. Brandy, I love what you're doing. I love the work that you're offering to the world. The fact that you're holding that space, that you're shining it on your son. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing that and for encouraging, um, gosh, his development in these spaces. We know the power of that and we know how important it is. Um, so, so thank you for one parent to another, one human to another, and and just, and just for the beautiful walk that you're willing to, to be so transparent about. Thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a pleasure. I'm very grateful. I'm so glad. Yeah. Oh, me also. I feel the exact same way. And I know you all enjoyed this. Go back, rewind, take your notes, right. And and go check out Brandy stuff at brandymichelle.com. If you haven't gotten over to superpowerexperts.com and downloaded the MYP 101, get that. That's free for you. And also those energetic sensitization classes. If what we're talking about resonates, particularly those of you in the social impact spaces, to be effective right now in the transformational change spaces, you have got to be effective in your energetic expression. You have to understand how these principles work because they're happening at you, right? They're happening to you. Get wise about how you work, how your system works, right? We have some solutions. Brandy's got solutions. Everybody's got offerings. Folks, in these spaces, find what resonates with you and, and t- step forward in that, right? And, and, and take advantage of those nudgings as they come up. They are worth it. As you continue to expand, you will feel more free, more at peace, and much more in sovereignty and agency over yourself. Folks, thank you for supporting the network. We appreciate that. Until next time, remember who you are. We love you. Love each other. Goodbye for now. Hello, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Director of Superpower Experts. 
If you're ready to activate your superpowers and turn your lifetime journey into the journey of a lifetime, go to superpowerexperts.com and get started today. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.